right, welcome to another edition of Dan Drives. I'm Dan, and I'm driving. Whoop-de-doo. I'm actually on my way to work this morning. So I'm not, like, in the best mood, because I hate being at work. But that's okay, because I can talk to myself on the way to work, and for some reason that soothes me. Anyway, so this week my big focus has been cassettes. I love cassette tapes. Maybe you didn't know that, but now you do. Uh, I love cassettes. I don't know what it is about them. They're just little rectangles of joy for me. Uh, I feel the same way about cassette tapes that most people would feel about books. (laughs) I just love having them. I love collecting them. I love the way they look. I love the way they feel. I love the way they smell in certain cases. Um, But my biggest issue is I, I really don't have a good way to listen to cassettes. I do. I have, you know, my, my, I used to drive a gold van and the van, I guess was from like 2002, 2004. And for some strange reason, even in that year, the thing still had a tape deck, which is awesome. And it was one of the best tape decks that I ever had. So like when I put a tape in and listen to it, it would sound, I mean, almost CD quality. It was like really, really good. Um, it sounded as good as a cassette tape could sound, you know, or plus, like, like, I know a cassette tape is limited in how good it can actually sound, but this is one of those situations where, yeah, actually, this is just as good as it sounds, you know, as good as it, as good as it can possibly sound. So, um, you know, that's cool. And then I had a third child and I had to give the van to my wife because she did not have enough room in her car for it. So now that tape player is, uh, well, it's out of my grasp. (laughs) It's out of my clutches, uh, which is frustrating because I, uh, well, I like it. (laughs) I like having my tape player. I loved, I love driving around in my creepy van listening to tape. Can't do that anymore. Uh, so I, you know, I went back to my home setup. So I've got a, uh, I've got like one of those antique, like fake antique, like fake wood grain looking deals at home that I got for Christmas. And that's got a decent record player on it, uh, which actually works pretty well. Um, And then I've got that lined out to a Sony um, amplifier, which is cool. Um, But the thing about the Sony amplifier is that, uh, yeah, pretty much it's made more for you know, hooking up on like a, a, an independent, you know, um, turntable, an independent tape deck. And so I didn't have that. The only tape deck I had was the one that was built into this uh, wood grain entertainment center that I had. And, uh, well, that thing flat out sucks. I mean, you, you have to side feed the tape in, which is never, which is never something that I'm comfortable with. Because when you're feeding a tape into the side, into a machine like that, I get that maybe it saves space or whatever, but I'm just never 100% comfortable with it. Um, except in the car. I mean, I understand that you'd have to do it in the car. But this thing was just really weird. You know, you stick, you had to stick the tape up in it in a, like a certain angle, and then you could kind of control it with like a little plastic bar that snaps out on the side of it. And so you can fast forward and rewind and do all that stuff. but. Um, I had real problems with it. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's new out of the box, so it should just work. But uh, it has actually eaten a couple of my tapes. Um, 
which is just very frustrating, especially because some of the tapes are really old and, um, you know, maybe they were going to break anyway, but it was still frustrating uh, that it happened like that. So uh, I have a tape player, but I'm terrified of actually putting one of my cassettes into it because I'm afraid it's going to destroy it. Um, and I, like, I've noticed with other ones too that like after like 10 or 15 minutes, you know, I don't know if the tape is stretched or like, I can't a hundred percent blame it on the player. I think maybe some of it, some of the tapes are just old, but, um, like it'll start slowing down and get real garbled and you can't hear anything. And all of this is just very, very frustrating. So, uh, so I've just been looking around. Now, uh, a friend of mine actually just gave me a, uh, it's like a, it's a, like a three CD. It's like your standard stereo that you'd get, you know, in the 2000s. It, uh, it had, you know, two, two tape decks on the bottom, one for recording, one for playing. Um, it had, you know, a three CD changer, AM, FM radio, all that good stuff. Um, and there's actually an auxiliary in so I, mean, I guess if you wanted to hook like a record player up to it, you could do that as well. Um, so that's cool. Uh, the only thing that bums me out about it though, there's no way for me to output my audio to my amplifier to go through my speaker system at home. So it's just another hurdle <laughs> to try to find, to try to find a good setup just to play tapes. And it seems like an awful lot of work for like, dude, they're just tapes. Just let them go. <laughs> but, uh, I did find, uh, the seller on eBay had a pretty pretty cool tape deck set up uh, that I should be able to just literally plug right into my uh, right into my amplifier at home and and get get top quality that way. So that's pretty much it. But uh, I'm still going to keep that one that my friend gave me because it would just make a really good uh, <clears throat> like a really good workshop or garage stereo to have. Uh, so that's that's really it. And I haven't bought any new tapes in a while because. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, um, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, it's not poacher, uh, scalpers. There's a lot of scalpers with, with tapes and a lot of resellers. And whenever I first started collecting tapes a few years ago, it really wasn't a, it wasn't really like a, a big deal. Like you would just go in somewhere, you'd pay like 15, 20, 15 to 25 cents for a tape and that was it. Nobody, nobody cared. And now, uh, now that, now that tapes are hot again, uh, everybody and their brother wants to listen to them and collect them. And you know, people like me, uh, the only difference is, is I'm not going to buy a tape and then turn on and sell for $400 either. You know, uh, I'm not going to be that guy, but there are a lot of people out there that are that guy. So a whole lot you can could do about it, but it makes it increasingly difficult. So, I mean, I would say if you're a tape collector, definitely head to your flea markets, your thrift stores and stuff first, because they're the kind of place that might still, you know, still be selling them for 25 cents a tape or something like that. Uh, I remember at Cornerstone Festival in Bushnell, Illinois, uh, back in 2002, 2003, I used to just clear the table <laughs> of their cassettes. Like, it would be like, 30 it was like 30 cassette tapes for 15 bucks <laughs> that was pretty cool i got a lot of stuff there too that you really i mean really kind of hard to find nowadays um, a lot of old hardcore a lot of old punk stuff and um but yeah trying to find trying to find heavy metal tapes is really rough um 
there's people there's people online selling like Iron Maiden tapes and uh, and Judas Priest tapes and Metallica tapes and stuff like selling the selling the cassette for more money than like you could buy the CD for, uh, which is just asinine to me. I mean, I've, I I couldn't see myself ever paying more than five bucks for a cassette, and if it if it was five bucks, it had better be like something that's like completely like unable to be obtained any other way, <laughs> like a like a cassette only a cassette exclusive release. That's the kind of thing that I would really want. Um, I'd really want to pay anything top dollar for, but no, people sell stuff for like $9.99. I mean, it's getting it's getting to be above retail, which is just ridiculous with cassettes. Because I mean, I like cassettes because they're they're fun to collect, uh, and they're small, so they don't like take up a whole lot of room in your house. But the thing that bugs me about a cassette, though, is that like people are buying it to get this sense of nostalgia, which is cool. But like, I mean. At the end of the day, you have to admit this is not, you know, this is not the best way to listen to your music, like straight listen to it. You know, um, I still highly recommend listening to something on vinyl or, or even on CD. You know, uh, through through a really good sound system um, for maximum enjoyment. But uh, it's just weird to me that there's so much like so much praise being heaped on tapes, and I think in a lot of ways people are trying to liken it to vinyl, saying like, oh yeah. You know, vinyl sounds better. Oh, old formats must sound better. Well, not all old formats are created equal. Uh, so a, a cassette is literally probably the worst, <laughs> the worst of the bunch out of CDs and vinyl and uh, and tapes. Tapes are kind of like you know, hey, here it is. It's acceptable. You can play it in your car. You know, <laughs> and that's that's about it. It's not you know, it's not gonna like rock your world or anything. Um, but you know, again, it's just—it's one of those things that I'm just being—I'm uh, just being grumpy about it because they, uh, you know, I don't want to pay five, six, seven dollars for a tape. But you know, the market will dictate itself, and eventually, eventually, I think—I don't think this is going to be like vinyl, where it's going to stick around. I think vinyl—I think vinyl came back and is back to stay. Um, I don't feel the same way about cassettes, you know. Just because you can go to Urban Outfitter and buy, you know, Blink-182 cassettes doesn't necessitate a revival <laughs> of the format. I mean, although there are some bands, um, I know I got an American Standards tape uh, of Hungry Hands, which is funny because, like, that, I mean, they used a whole tape for that. It's three songs. Um, but then uh, there's also a... Uh, uh, the new Zayo record, The Well-Intentioned Virus, came out on uh, cassette as well. Well, that was cassette, vinyl, CD, digital, you name it. <laughs> you can uh, you can listen to that Zayo you can listen to that Zayo record. However, you can get it. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's crazy. I'm trying really, really, really hard not to talk about. Um, about what's going on in St. Louis right now um, with the protests and all that. And it's not something that I, that I, you know, it's not something that I don't, it's, okay, so I do have an opinion on it, but I'm probably not going to share it because uh, I don't want to, I don't want to wade into that, into that pool. Um, but it does suck. It sucks that there's so much division in our, in our, um, in our community here in St. Louis. 
I think I think all of us would love to sit down and have a positive resolution. I just don't think that the people, I just don't think that the two parties are gonna um, see see things the same way. So I don't I don't know if a resolution is gonna be possible anytime soon, but uh, it definitely sucks. And you know the thing that I hate the most too is that I'm so entitled. Uh, the, like it doesn't none of this stuff like actually affects me on a daily basis, um, which I actually feel guilty about a little bit. Like. I know I'm supposed to care more than I do, and it's not even that I don't care, it's just that there's really, like, I don't see me being in my place in life at this exact moment really being able to make any kind of real impact on that scenario. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot to do with me. However, that's not an excuse for inaction. I just need to, you know, I don't know, maybe I just need a little push in the right direction, I'm not sure. But, uh... But yeah, that sucks. We, we basically have protesters marching up and down the streets of the city. Um, and uh, it seems like it seems like in St. Louis this, this happens every few years now and uh, it's very uh, it's very disheartening um, for everybody involved. you know so you, you, you know you, and especially even the people that are protesting who feel that there was a legitimate um, you know that they have a legitimate case of injustice and you know um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of credibility to that, you know. So um, I, I definitely I definitely support anybody that's out there protesting, being peaceful. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that, really. Uh, so uh, getting back to uh, music a little bit, we uh, we just finished an episode with uh, John Drake from the Talk to Me podcast and the Nerf Herder Council. Uh, podcast um he was a blast to talk to we uh we went through every single dream theater album um not gonna lie i might i might be slurring my words a little bit on that episode uh we had had a little bit to drink and uh i think it just uh just went right to the head a little too fast and uh so i think i think i you know we'll find out when the episode posts and uh but i think it turned out all right (laughs) Either that or it'll be the last episode of discography discussion. But no, I think it'll be fine. It usually is. Um, next week, um, we're going to be talking about the band Caius. Or Caius. I think it's Caius. I don't know. I've never really said their name out loud before. But anyway, good band. We're going to be talking about them. And then a uh, week after that, we're going to be talking about uh, the band Tourniquet, which will be a lot of fun. Love that band. So, uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on with the discography discussion. And, uh, again, we're, you know, we're still doing Dan Drives. We're trying it out. We're seeing what you, the people, uh, want or think. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, I'm really, I'm really enjoying doing these. I hope you guys enjoy listening to them. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're just trying to diversify. We're trying to see, you know, I know we, uh, we were going to do um, something something with cassettes. I was going to review cassettes. and Well, actually, something that me and Jeff have been wanting to do for a little while, uh, you know, is to, is to review movies, like shitty VHS movies or something, you know, just something fun to do. Um, but, again, we're not sure if... Uh, we're not sure if we want it to necessarily be related to the Discuss Metal brand, you know, um, because it's, you know, we don't want to, we, we, we don't want to establish that we're a metal podcast and then just start moving away from that immediately. Um, I can see that frustrating some people. 
things for nothing. I was trying to get off on it. Trying to get off on an exit and I couldn't because somebody wouldn't let me over. That's uh, that's St. Louis for you. <laughs> yeah, just in case you wondered if me driving in my car was like some kind of joke or illusion, it's not. I, I legitimately am just driving in my car talking into my phone. <laughs> so hilarity ensues. Maybe one day you guys will witness my death on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, he bled out, but uh, he he did still he still did upload that. Uh, episode of the podcast so we're real proud of him (laughs) that'd be horrible actually (laughs) can you imagine but yeah anyway we're uh yeah we're we're pretty stoked about uh about everything that's going down and um you know we're good so All right, guys. Well, that's what we got going on for now. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Dan Drives. If you did, uh, let us know. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter uh, at Discuss Metal, or you can find me on Twitter at Discuss Metal Dan. And uh, yeah, so if you if you like this, let let me know. Uh, the more more reviews we get, the better. So um, yeah, just let me know. Have a good one, guys. Sorrow can you take?